As soon as Ben saw the colours of the Union flying there, he grabbed my arm, pulling me to a stop. There's your friends, sure enough. It's the mutineers, more like. In a place like this, Silver would fly the Jolly Roger. Make no doubt about that. No, that's your friends. There's been blows for sure. But I reckon your friends has had the best of it. And now they're ashore here in that old stockade made all those years ago by Flint. Ah, oh, he were afraid of none. Captain Flint, not he. Only Silver. Well, so be it. All the more reason I need to hurry and join my friends. Nay, 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 not you. You're a good boy, but you're only a boy. Now, Ben Gunn is fly, and I go and wait till I see your born gentleman and gets his word of honour. And when Ben Gunn is wanted, you know where to find me, Jim. Just where you found him today. And him that comes should have a white thing in his hand and come alone, yes? I believe I understand, yes. Oh, and when he comes, he should say, Ben Gunn has reasons of his own. So you have some sort of plan to propose and wish to see the squire or the doctor and you're to be found where I found you. Is that correct? And when? Oh, from about noon to six bells. Good. Now, may I go? You won't forget. Well, I reckon you can go, Jim. And Jim, if you was to see Silver, you wouldn't go to sell on old Ben Gunn. No, I would not. Off with you then, and you'll remember where to find Ben Gunn. He took off then, tearing through the trees with such speed that not a moment had gone before he had passed from my sight. I crept slowly eastward, making my way down through the trees. At varied intervals, my travel was halted by the firing of cannons, with the occasional cannonball tearing through the trees near me, which would send me scrambling. The sun was just setting as I reached the edge of the woods and came to the beach. The Hispaniola still lay where she had anchored, and there, flying from her peak, just as Ben Gunn had said, was the Jolly Roger, the black flag of piracy. Even as I looked, there came another battering of cannon fire, and as I scrambled for cover, I saw a small group of the buccaneers on the beach taking axes to one of the small boats we had taken to shore. I could not hear what they said, but there was a sound in their voices that suggested rum. I skirted among the woods until I was along the shoreward side of the stockade and managed to slip inside. And there I found Dr. Livesey, Mr. Trelawney, and Captain Smollett seated around a small fire, but none other from the crew. Halt! Who goes there? It's me, sir. Jim? Jim! Oh, James Hawkins, as I live and breathe! I was afraid you'd been lost! I had no thoughts as to how I was to explain this to your dear mother. But where have you been, boy? Aye, where have you been? And wherever it was, how did you manage to get to us unscathed? So I told them, then, everything that had happened to me that day. The longest day of my life. How I had given Silver the slip, and then witnessed the terrible murders of Tom and Alan. How I had ran for my life, and stumbled upon old Ben Gunn, and how he had some sort of plan to get out of all this, but that he wanted to speak with either Dr. Livesey or Mr. Trelawney first. But I beg you, sir, did you find poor Tom's body? 
I'm sure I could steal back to that spot in the woods if needed to ensure that we he... We have him, yes. Wrapped in the Union Jack and resting in the dark corner over there. The poor soul. He served his duty to his ship and to his country as a true sailor should. And where, if and I may ask, is Arrow, sir? What happened? Arrow fought valiantly against these criminals, but was detained as they overtook the ship. I have found her to be more than capable and have no reason to believe that, despite her predicament, she would still be in good standing. We did what we could to defend our position. We had returned aboard the ship as we had said we would. Not long after, we heard gunshots and then saw a boat heading back to the ship, guns drawn. A struggle ensued, but the sheer force of their number was too much to fend off, and we escaped in the same boat they had arrived in, much to our benefit as they had left a musket or two behind. Yes, I'm sure of it. Now, Jim, this Ben Gunn you speak of, is he a man? I... I'm not very sure whether he's sane, sir. If there's any doubt about the matter, then he is. A man who has been three years biting his nails on a deserted island cannot be expected to be as sane as you or me. It doesn't lie in human nature. It was cheese he wanted, yes? That you said he had a fancy for? Yes, sir. Survived on wild goats and berries he has. But he said that... Truly, he would love just a bite of cheese. Well, just see the good that comes from being dainty with your food. You've seen me snuff box, haven't you? And yet, you've never seen me take snuff. Well, in my box, I carry a piece of Parmesan cheese. It's an Italian cheese, very nutritious. And that cheese shall be for Ben Gunn. Yes, indeed. First ship that I ever lost. Our best hope is to kill off the buccaneers until they either pull their flag down in surrender or sail off with the Hispaniola. We know of two whom are wounded, at least two dead, or as close to, I'd say. We must strike at any opportunity, but with extreme care to preserve our own lives. I certainly believe that camped where they are, and with the combination of this warm weather and their penchant for the drink, half of them will be on their backs before the week is through. All the better. So if we aren't shot dead first, they'll be glad to be only sent packing in a schooner. I began to drift to sleep then, with not a degree of tossing. I slept like a log of wood. I awoke the next morning rested and, for just a moment, forgetting our predicament. But that was not to last. Flag of truce? Flag of truce? Silver himself! And sure enough, there were two men just outside the stockade. One of them waving a white cloth, and the other, sure as day, was Silver himself. Keep indoors, men. Ten to one, this is a trick. Halt! Who goes? Stand or we fire? Flag of truce. Dr. Livesey, take the north side. Jim, the east. Squire, you below. Hands on loaded muskets. Lively and careful. Indeed. Aye, sir. Muskets? Why, I haven't... Mr. Trelawney, to your position. Oh, oh, aye, aye, sir. What do you want with your flag of truce? Captain Silver, sir, to come on board. And make terms. Ha! Captain Silver. I don't know him. Who's he? Captain, is it? 
my heart in his promotion. Me, sir. These poor lads have chose me, Captain, after your desertion, sir. We're willing to submit, no bones about it. All I ask is your word, Captain Smollett, to let me safe and sound to the stockade and one minute to get out for a shot is fired. My man, I have not the slightest desire to speak with you. If you wish to talk to me, you may come. But if there's treachery, it's on your side. Ha, that's enough, Captain. A word from you's enough. I know a gentleman you may lead to that. From my perch, I watched as Silver approached, having a terrible hard time getting up the hill to approach the stockade. But he at last arrived before the captain, and as he finally came to the top of the hill, I could see him clearly. He was tricked out in his best, an immense blue coat, thick with brass buttons, that hung down to his knees, and a fine black-laced hat. Here you are, man. You'd better sit. You ain't going to let me in, Captain. It's a main cold morning to sit upon the sand. Why, Silver, if you were an honest man, you might still be sitting in your galley. This is your own doing. You're either my ship's cook or your Captain Silver. A common mutineer. Why, Captain, I never meant... A pirate, and you can go hang. <laughs> well, well, Captain. I'll take a seat here, then. A sweet, pretty place you have of it here. Mm. Oh, there's Jim. Jim, my boy. The top of the morning to you. Glad to see you well. How be you? Hmm. Right then, Captain Smollett. Duty is duty, to be sure. Now look here. That was a good move of yours last night. I don't deny it. And I'll not deny either that some of my people were shook. Maybe all were shook. Maybe I was shook myself. But you mark me, Captain. It won't happen twice by thunder. I'll tell you I was sober, only dead tired I was. And if I'd awoken sooner, I'd have caught you in the act. He wasn't dead when I got round to him, not he. All that Silver said was a riddle to me, but you never would have guessed it from his plain tone. Ben Gunn's words came back to me then, and I had an inkling that he had paid their lot a visit last night, and that we now had one less enemy to deal with. Well, here it is. We wants that treasure and we'll have it. You would just as soon save your lives, I reckon. You have a chart, have ye? That may be. Oh, you have. We know that. What I mean, then, is we want your chart. Now, I never meant to harm you myself. That won't do, my man. We know exactly what you meant to do. If in any of them... Avast! No one told me nothing, and I asked them nothing. And what's more, I would see you in this whole island blown clean out of the water. So there's my mind for you on that. I would not set limits to what one might consider shipshape or might not, as the case were. Now, here it is. You give us the chart to get the treasure by, and drop this shooting of poor sailors and of piking their heads in while asleep. You do that, and we'll offer your choice. Either you come aboard with us once the treasure is shipped, and I'll give you my word of honor to clap you somewhere safe ashore. 
Or if that ain't to your fancy, then you can stay here. We'll divide our stores with you, sailor for sailor, on my honor as before. And the first ship I sight, I'll send them here to pick you up. And I hope that all hands in this here house hear my words, for what is spoken to one is spoken to all. Is that all? Every word by thunder. Refuse that, and you've seen the last of me. Very good. Now you'll hear me. If you'll come up one by one, unarmed, I'm certain to clap you all in irons and take you home to a fair trial. If you won't, I'll see you all to Davy Jones. You can't find the treasure. You can't sail the ship. There's not a man among you fit to sail. Your ship's in irons. You're on a bum shore you'll find. Those are the last good words you'll get from me, for in the name of heaven I'll put a bullet in your neck when next we meet. Now tramp, my lad, out of here. Huh. Well, give me a hand up. Not I. Bah. Who'd give me a hand up? Bah. <coughs> bah. <coughs> there, that's what I think of ye. Laugh by thunder, laugh. Before an hour is out, ye'll be laughing in the locker. Them that die'll be the lucky ones, blast ye. And with that oath, he stumbled off, ploughed down the beach, and met up with the man who still carried the white flag of truce. I hurried down from my lookout post, but even in the mere moment it took for me to arrive by the captain's side, Silver had disappeared amongst the trees. Hello everyone, James Wipert here. I am the creator and executive producer of Public Domain Players. I just wanted to hop in for a moment and say thank you for listening to our production of Treasure Island. It truly means a lot to us that you are taking any time from your day to listen to something that we put out, so we just wanted to let you know where you might be able to find us if you wanted to do so. You can find us on Twitter at Public Players, and you can find us on Instagram at Public Domain Players. We do ask that you please share the show with your friends and family if you're enjoying it. We do not pay to advertise at all, so we are solely spread around by people who enjoy the show then passing it on as well. It's worked pretty well for us so far, so we are inclined to continue that strategy. If you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon as well. We're at patreon.com slash publicdomainplayers with all kinds of cool rewards that I will get into in the credits of the episode. I don't want to take too much time away from the actual story, so I'll wrap it up here and I will see you at the end. But otherwise, thank you again for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. As soon as Silver had vanished into the trees, Captain Smollett turned around and marched back into the house. It was the first time I had ever seen him angry. Quarters! Mr. Trelawney, I'm surprised by you, sir. Doctor, I thought you had worn the king's coat. If this is how you'd served at Fontenoy, sir, you'd have been better left at home. Why, Captain, I... My lads, I've given Silver a broadside. Before the hour's out, we shall be boarded. We're outnumbered, which I needn't remind you, but we fight in shelter. And a minute ago, I should have said we fought with discipline. I've no doubt that we should drub them. Now, Jim, take a round and find out our round score of muskets and a good count of our firewood. Aye, sir. For now, toss out the fire. The chill is past, and with the smoke out, we give the impression we might have moved. 
Lively now, my lad. Aye, sir. Doctor. Oh. You'll take the door. Don't expose yourself. Keep within and fire through the porch. Mr. Trelawney, you are the best shot. You take the long north side. It's there the danger is. If they can get up on us and fire through our ports, things will look grim. Hold. Hawkins. Hawkins. Here, sir. Are you all right, lad? Yes, sir. Either they've some distraction of their own, else they're trying to toy with us giving fire so soon. Begging your pardon, Captain, but I think the shot came from the ship, not from the woods. Hmm. Well, I pray that shot be in our favour, not against. Now, lad, what all did you find? I count eleven loading muskets, sir, with plenty of extra shot for them all, as well as four piles of firewood, as well as a cutlass for each of us, which I lay down on the table. Good, then. Hawkins, neither you nor I are much to account for at shooting. I'll take the east side. You stand by to load and give fire if needed. Aye, sir. Beg pardon, Captain. If I see anyone, am I to fire? I told you so. Thank you, sir. There is someone approaching. Take aim, then. They carry a white flag, Captain. What? Again? I'll see for myself. Why? It's Arrow. Men, our mate Arrow arrives from the beach. Arrow, is it you? How do we find you, then? Oi, Captain. It is me. Why, you're soaked. Whatever happened to you? How did you make your way off the ship? Much to my luck, these criminals take to the rum just as much as any other. So they did a bit of a poor job trying to lock me up last night. And this morning, once they all went ashore and lined up what I can only assume was their own defences, they only left one guard who was still drunk and stupid enough to overpower. I pushed through and searched for a boat to come ashore. But the scoundrel fired upon me as I looked, so I was forced to leap over the stern and swim my way to the shore. I saw the Union Jack flying above and only hoped that you were all still okay. Well, you've arrived not a moment too late. Here, take a musket and you'll support Trelawney on the north side here, as I trust your shot. Oi, Captain. Stand now, all of you. Stand and prepare for an advance. We stood on alert then for what might have been half of an hour straining our ears and eyes for any possible disturbance, our mouths shut tight. There. Did you hit your man? No, I believe not, sir. Well, next best thing to tell the truth. Any movement on your side, Doctor? I spotted two or three up in the trees. I can just make out the shine from their muskets. At the ready, then. If they cross the stockade, they'll take possession of any loopholes and shoot us down like rats. Captain, to the north. Seven or eight pirates leaped from the woods and ran straight on the stockade, armed alike with guns and steel. Fire on them, then. Hold your positions. Fire! Ah, more on this side as well. Shoot them where they stand. Adam, then. All hands. All hands! Hawkins, take a cutlass. We'll fend them off best as we can. Take them down! We don't leave even a one standing! Squire, hold your position. The rest of us, out. Out and fight them in the open. Cutlasses, to arms! Why, Captain, what a fancy seeing you in here, hmm? I'll kill you where you stand, Hans. They're rounding the house. Down with you, you bloody bastards! Ah! Above the house, there. Come here, then. Be a good lass. <laughs> you deserve to hang. Steal through you will do, I suppose. <laughs> Cotton, look out! Ah! Uh, the vast ye. 
Captain Silver, I'm sorry. Fall back. Everyone retreat. Back with you then, you devils. The captain's wounded. Have, have they run? All that could you may be bound, but there's five that will never run again. Five. Come. That's better. Five more leaves us. Five to nine. Better odds than when we started. Ooh, shh. Quiet now, sir. Let's get you inside and get you patched up, hmm? Arrow, Jim, my hand. Aye. Aye, sir. So, we had won our first victory. All the surviving mutineers had made their escape, and though we had not escaped entirely unscathed ourselves, I was certain that our spirits were higher now than they had been to start the day. Hi there, everybody. James here again. Once again, thank you for listening to Public Domain Players' production of Treasure Island. Treasure Island was adapted from the original novel by Robert Louis Stevenson. It was written and adapted by myself, as well as directed by me, James Wipert. It was produced by me and David Coonan. The cast in this episode, in order of appearance, is as follows. Larry Oblander as Adult Jim. Cormac Joyce as Ben Gunn. Kira McFarland as Young Jim. Conrad Bear as Captain Smullett. Tiffany Renee Bear as Dr. Livesey. Michael Curry as Squire Trelawney. Michelle Stahl as Pirate Five. Jerry Schultz as Long John Silver. Caroline Hertz as Arrow. Emily Booza as Pirate Three. Andrew Perella as Israel Hands. Joe Azari as Pirate Two. William Barreto as Pirate One. You can find more about the cast in the episode notes, as well as at publicdomainplayers.podbean.com. We have links to their various social media accounts and websites, so you can stay up to date on all of the projects that they might be working on. You can further find Public Domain Players on Twitter at Public Players and on Instagram at Public Domain Players. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash public domain players. We have all kinds of tiers of support there, starting at the $1 level, and you get all kinds of cool rewards, including early access to episodes, uh, script downloads, you get early news about what Public Domain Players is working on next, and we do have a few things in the pipeline, so that's cool. You'll also get behind-the-scenes looks at what we're working on at the moment, um, blooper reels, outtakes, all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun, so if you're able to support us in that way, we would really appreciate it. If you like the show, though, we do ask that you just share it with your friends and family. We don't pay to advertise at all, so it is shared solely by word of mouth. Um, So if you do like it, please just pass it on and let people know, hey, here's a cool thing you can listen to. The Public Domain Players logo, as well as the Treasure Island logo, are both designed by Bad Otter Design House. You can find them at bad.otter on Instagram and go to them for any of your graphic design needs. That's about it for this episode. Uh, We only have two episodes left, and things are getting very exciting now, so stick around to find out what's going to happen, and we'll see you in two weeks for Episode 7, our penultimate episode. Thank you very much.